Hey, I'm Lindsay. I'm Ryan. And this is Ben. We're with uh, Blame It on the Girl, and you're listening to NWCZRadio.com. Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. Welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Big D here with you, along with... The Gimmer. And Double D. Greg Roth, Seattle Music Insider. Yeah, Greg Roth sitting in today for the lovely Voxy, who, of course, we are missing today. Uh, took the week, took the day off. Um, the week off. The week off. She may have. <laughs> she I don't know. Have. She definitely took the day off, though. And uh, I'll talk, I saw Voxy today, and... Um, you She's know, standing up. See her on her deathbed or something. No, nope. <laughs> she was at, she was walking around with her daughter, doing fine, and she just blew us off. So oh um, something more important than us. At, oh, lots more important than, than us. I think she's. I think her resignation is coming soon. <laughs> uh, no, no, we miss we, we miss Foxy. Her. We love. Foxy. She was looking just beautiful, like a little angel walking around. She was today too. You know, she must not have been too rough on her yesterday. So I guess not. Uh, but yeah, Greg sitting in today from Seattle Music Insider, and we're uh, delighted to have you along. How's it going, buddy? It's going great, man. I'm. Uh, you can't see it because this is radio, but I'm a little bit red from the sun today at the uh, Emerald Queen Taste of Tacoma. Got to say, Emerald Queen Taste. Of <laughs> Please. Or you could just EQC it. Yeah. Yeah. Just we don't. East, yeah. The, or the yeah, boat. The corporate crap. Remember when it was a boat? I do remember when it was a boat, and they had yeah. a killer firecracker alley. That was yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, now it's just a bunch of crap. But what is this Russia? <laughs> it was called the taste. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, and um, but yeah, it was a, a very nice weekend as far as weather wise, which is why we started off with "It's a Beautiful Day" by, of course, you too, because uh, summer has kind of arrived. You know, I mean, it's uh, been really nice evenings, and today was gorgeous, and yesterday. A uh, lot of activities going on around Tacoma, and the sun shone, and it was uh, it was a beautiful day. So mm-hmm. nice uh, work. But, that was good. Yeah. Before we get into uh, what we have going on in the program, and it is jam packed, folks. We have some great bands that we're going to be talking to today, yep. and we're talking more in depth with Greg and stuff. But um, something something's going on, you know, big time on TV that's got the Northwest involved, excited. A lot of people excited about it, and. Everybody's following The Voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Voice is, uh, I think it's a surprise hit, really, because a lot of people were on the fence about whether this thing was going to fly with, you know, of course, you have American Idol and just got talent. Just just another one of those things. And I got it. I mean, just on a personal level, I don't like any of those shows and I don't like this one. (laughs) I mean, I don't, the only reality TV I like 
are sports. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. true. Re- the original. That's real reality. reality. No, yeah. no, I don't uh, agree with the sports thing. Well, it's deadliest catch or stock car racing or something. Oh, I'm with you stock there. Stock car racing is a sport, man. Yeah, but not like the deadliest, sport. Not the sport you were talking about. <laughs> I like how he actually calls it stock car racing. And did I yeah. say? Didn't I just say uh-huh. sports? I didn't say any particular sport. Yeah. Sports. Okay, I'm wrong. Yes, you are. So you're shut your pile. You're a sports fan. You don't even know it, knucklehead. <laughs> But I, just for one, am not hip. But I know a lot of people, are, are they love the reality stuff or the so-called reality. And The Voice is a reality show, and it's showcasing uh, singers. And one of them is Vicky Martinez right here in our own backyard. You know, I'll tell you what, what you just said. If Vicky wasn't on the show, I wouldn't be watching the show either. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people around here I don't think would be into it. Yeah. Um, but it's got the Northwest mm-hmm. transfixed. Ablaze. I see it on Facebook all over. You know, vote for Vicky, and there's updates about Vicky. And I know Vicky's Twitter's blowing up, and her fan page yep. is blowing up, and and it's fantastic for Vicky. And I think it's. Uh, I think the question is, and I think what we want to. Uh, I'd like to get your input on, and maybe debate here for little a little round table. Little round table. Mm-hmm. Is Vicky being on the Voice? And in particular, I mean, we don't know right now. We, you know, when, if somebody's listening to this podcast on whatever later in the week, I, I think it's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday when they announce the app, the, so. the total final winner? Yeah. Okay. Well, she may. If somebody's going to have one by then, but let's say Vicky wins. But just we know she's there. She's in the top four. Yeah, she's, she, top, four she's top four. Everybody knows yeah. who she is. Her name is out there. It's good for Vicky, obviously. Yep. Uh, us being. Uh, Strong proponents of the Northwest music scene, not to borrow from Glenn's, yeah. you know, the name of his show and stuff. But you're going to get sued now. Man. I know. <laughs> but we are. I mean, we're we. That's why we exist. That's why we are here because we love the Puget Sound and the entire Northwest music scene, the music family. We support local bands, venues, and everything surrounding that. We enjoy it. It, it, it brings, you know, lots of good things into people's lives, and we promote it as best we can. Um, we've interviewed Vicky. We've had Vicky on our program. And I know, Greg, you've talked yep. with Vicky. A couple weeks ago, two, uh, two, three weeks ago, right before she left for L.A. Right. At Jazz Bones. Exactly. She in Tacoma. Sold, sold out show. Tacoma. Tacoma, yes. which is where she's, she's from. from Tacoma. She's Did from we Tacoma. Say that? She's not from Seattle. Stadium High School. <laughs> <laughs> so... With her being up there, is it good for the local scene? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Well, it's, it was good for my hits on my website, and it was definitely good uh, for the folks that tuned in to listen to NWCZ. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the downloads. Got a huge amount of downloads, and I got a lot of hits on the article I wrote for examiner.com. So, so there's definitely a buzz up here about her. Um, about her. About her, yeah. Right, and that, but the question, what I'm asking is, right. we know it's good for Vicky. Right. Vicky's blowing up. V- Vicky, like you said, the dog days are over for Vicky. Yeah. She's going to be able to tour. She's going to be able oh, to yeah. play venues that she never imagined. She's going to get paid. She's going to get paid, and, you know. Yeah, she, she's going to sell some serious albums. Oh, yeah. So, you know. what, we've all, what we all hope. Uh, that same, Vicky comes back really rich and just <laughs> gives us money. No, no, no. But what ha- <laughs> remember what happened in the 90s when a lot of the bands broke yeah. out of Seattle? All of a sudden, the spotlight was on Seattle and bands that, you know, were fledgling bands just playing local clubs yeah. and stuff were all of a sudden signed yeah. bands and, they, and, yeah. they, and, and they, got, they got a chance whether they made it or not. Are we go- so is Vicky being in this spotlight... 
Do you think that's going to bring some attention to the Tacoma scene, or is it going to be swallowed up by Vicky? Yeah, that's no. You're asking a really good question. I, I, I mean, the thing is that what happened in Seattle. You had A&R guys moving up here to find the next. Nirvana oh yeah, no, it was insane. So our, our, our they A&R, were just talking to guys on the street. Yeah, you in a band? You'd like to be signed? Yeah, I like your look. <laughs> Madonna yeah. signed what? Candlebox. Uh, yeah. yeah, first yeah. one on Maverick on Records. Her Maverick Records. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I think? I, I think the thing is, is, is it's about Vicky right now. Um, I, I think it's up to us, the local media, mm-hmm. to, to, to put the word out that, hey, she's ours. She's from Tacoma. She's not from Seattle. She's from Tacoma. And, I, and, and in, even in the headline that I wrote last week on examiner.com, I said Tacoma's Vicky Martinez. So is she going to do it? I don't know. Are her handlers going to do it? I don't know. Are we going to do it? Absolutely. Gimmer, you're in a band. Yeah. Um, and I, have you seen ever? Have you seen Vicky live? You know, I have not. Just okay. on YouTube, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. I, I I have seen her a couple of times, um, but I think one of so you know lots of bands and a lot of the uh, the the music family in the South Sound, even in even in the Puget Sound. Yeah. Um, if you guys are on the if you guys are on the Voice or an America's Got Talent and you guys are rolling through the process and everything, do you think at some point you might say, "You think we're good, and we're grateful to be here, yeah. but you should see mm-hmm. what we've come out of." You know, it's funny because uh, just before Greg was talking, that that is kind of actually what jumped in my head, and I thought, uh, you know, you went and said, you know, it's going to be up to us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I actually thought, well, you know what. If Vicky, uh, if Vicky uh, makes it with this, it's it really could be up to Vicky if she wanted to. You know, she could uh, yeah. she could showcase a lot of people. But what's funny is we might have an early '90s, uh, you know, redux. But in this time, it's going to be like Tacoma. this slew of singer songwriter types that yeah. come out of Tacoma. Like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> because as we know, yeah, there's uh, a lot of them, a mess of them. We've and had a lot a, of them a right great here. great mess. And, and talented. Good. And they're good. They're yeah. very talented. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you saw her at, the, at Jazz Bones, yeah. she did two shows, correct? Uh, I saw the one show on the Wednesday, literally the last show. Do you but, remember who opened for her? Oh, I don't. Did anybody um, open for yes, her? Yes, and they were great. And I'm, 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 Were they a Tacoma band? Yes. Okay, they good. Phenomenal. Okay, and, and the, the okay. bass player sounded like Jocko Pastorius, that's, and I don't remember the band. And I'm See, and kudos, and that's what I'm yeah. talking about. It, this is yep. when she comes back to town. And she's going to get attention. I'm, I'm, I'm begging. I'm asking Vicky. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking. I'm please. I'm begging you. Yep. When you come back into town, incorporate the fine talent that we have. Amen. In the South Sound, have them open for you. Introduce them to some of the people that are, are around you, and um, you know, shine the spotlight just a little bit out from yourself because. Vicky's in the spotlight right now, yeah. and it's fantastic. Do not get me wrong. What Vicky is getting right now, she has worked hard for. And deserves. And deserves, and I think it's fantastic. I also think a lot of people have helped get her there. A lot of people in Tacoma have gone to her shows. Well, a, sure. lot of, a lot of bands have played alongside of her, and mm-hmm. a lot of things have you know, helped Vicky along the way. I'm, I'm, just, I'm imploring her to please... You know, on behalf of the great Northwest art scene, the music scene, introduce introduce some of you guys. Yeah. You know, have them pl- have you play in front of them and these kind of things. I, I think I think it's good. 
And I think it will be good for the Northwest. I also agree, Greg. It's, a lot of it's up to us yep. to get that out there. And Gemmer, um, yeah, I really hope she – how cool would it be if when she won, if she wins, mm-hmm. or even if she doesn't, she's doing some interviews and she would say, Tacoma has an amazingly thriving scene. Right. Yeah, you want I'm, to talk about the early 90s, you know, you know taste of that. That's how, that's how that would actually probably come around, really. Yeah, somebody's it, it talking have, to her. It would come from her. Yeah. Uh, you know, because people would go, well, you know, she just seems like this down, down home, down to earth girl. And she is. She um, is, man. You know, what else is going on up there? Yeah. And, you know, who knows? Who Somebody, knows? Uh, you know, they're, 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 they and their family, they're set for the rest of their lives just because they happen to uh, and I, yeah, hang I, out here and play some nice music. So you know? with that being said, best of luck, Vicky. Knock them dead. Knock them dead. Make Tacoma proud and make all of us proud. We, you know, We're already proud. We are I'm, proud. I'm proud, man. Whether, you know, win yeah. or lose. But the bottom line is I, I, think, I think she can do it. So, all right, let's move into uh, some of the events that we had this weekend. Um, and if you want to weigh in on that, hey, you can email us at nwczradio at gmail.com. We'd be, I'd love to get some feedback on that. Yeah. Are we off base? Are we, we crazy? Or do you agree? I mean, everybody's got their opinion on that one. Um, okay, so this weekend we had uh, the Urban Arts Festival, which was a fine event down on the Theophos Waterway. We were a part of that. We went down there. Um, sunshine, it was great. Taste of Tacoma's coming up. It well, is went on, and Greg... Still we'll, going on. Yeah, we'll talk, to now, you, anyway. talk to you about that in a moment. But then the one that practically every band in town was involved in, Hempfest. And, Gimmer, you were down there. I was. And uh, Hempfest had some pros and cons. A lot of stuff being said about Hempfest. <laughs> we uh, were supposed to stream live from there. We were, you know, A lot of stuff was supposed to be gone that didn't happen, and we have answers. So we had Kat and Kevin drop by, and we chatted with them. All right, everybody, there was a uh, shindig that went down uh, as we record this. This is Sunday, and everybody, I think most people know that, but people on the podcast listening during the week. So we will say Saturday, Yes, yeah. this last Saturday, there was uh, something that we were promoting quite heavily on our station all week long, and proudly so. We were proud to be um, you know, linked to it, hooked up to it. And, um, you know, supportive of it. And that was, of course, Hemp Fest down at Wrights Park. Tacoma Hemp Fest. Tacoma Hemp Fest, number two. two. Yes. Um, and, of course, you know, all the bands, all the bands, we knew, we know all the bands. They've all rolled through the studios here. And mm-hmm. big love fest on that part. And I actually walking through the crowd, talked to several people who listened to the station and, you know, heard about it. And they were, it was a great, it was, that was really fun. Um, but. In the aftermath of Hemp Fest, there's a lot of questions going down. There was a piece in the TNT today, you know, about the cops coming in. And, you know, and there's just people are curious as to what went on. We were supposed to stream live from there, and that didn't happen. And so rather than just speculate on what might have happened or what was going on or whatever, we thought we would bring, of course, the folks in, the people that were were there that were, uh, you know, heavily involved. We're talking to Kat and Kevin. And of course, you can hear them both 
on the Musical Yarns yeah. show, and uh, which is a great show. In fact, that was the Fun Police we just heard coming in. Yeah. And you will have them on live. Is that, it's July 6th, right? July 6th. July right. 6th at 7 o'clock. And you will be debuting their brand new CD and talking with the group. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun. It will. In fact, I got a text message from EJ today, Ernest Jasmine, and mm-hmm. he was like, does anybody have talked to the Fun Police lately? And I said, well... <laughs> Kevin's got that wrapped He's up. He's always trying to get the scoop now. Right, he was like, time dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here to talk about Hemp Fest, and we're going we're gonna to try to roll through it uh, fairly quickly just for the folks who are curious about what's going on. And let's start at the beginning of the day. Uh, so, dun, dun, and, dun. <laughs> uh, you guys, show, what, what time did you guys show up down there, and what went down? Uh, I was at the park site at 5.40, and I think Kat beat me there by a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, staging and, and crew, staging what, crew was there. So what was, the, what was the setup goal versus what the reality of what happened? How, how, what set, us, set the stage up? You guys are showing up to set up and get, and get everything going. Sure. And, and it, it really got off to a, to a pretty clean start. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of vendors that came down. And uh, they started loading in, and and things were going uh, pretty smoothly. And we had a little bit of a problem with power distribution, but one of our sponsors was actually, uh, or actually a couple of uh, master electricians, and so they jumped right on it and uh, really pitched in help out. Nice. And they got the power up and and going, but unfortunately, that it really was the uh, the death of of the stream of NWCZ, because <laughs> the power didn't make it to the stage in time for the equipment to be set up. Yeah, because uh, I know Wonderboy w- was down there mm-hmm. at you know whatever time it was set up, and then of course he was waiting to go, and then the power wasn't there. He's texting me, no power. And, and yeah, and he had the, it. it the the goal was is to set it up. You were going to handle the mic, yes, and then he because he had obligations mm-hmm. uh, taping shows for NWCZ Radio. You were going to you know pilot the show, and then when he was done, and I was we were all going to go back down there, and we would you know share duties or take over and bring people off the stage. It didn't happen, and I know a lot of people were disappointed. I was getting texts and emails all day about you know I thought you guys were going to be live and you blah blah out. blah. Yeah, I, and so it was that was a bummer. That was a real bummer. Um, but tell us a little bit about, and we'll get to the music side in just a moment, but mm-hmm. the setup, everybody sets up, um, you know, morning's looking good, forecast exactly for sun, right. everything's like it's a glorious day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just basking in the revelation of it all, you know. So much the, promise The community's and coming hope. out, and they're putting out the best that they've got to offer, yeah. and boom, 11 a.m., here come the police, and they have reinterpreted the law that we've all lived under with respect to paraphernalia mm-hmm. and have decided that suddenly the defining point of residue in any smoking device being the qualifying factor, whether something is paraphernalia or a tobacco smoking device, mm-hmm. and they just start citing and closing down all of our glass vendors one by one. So if they detected... Any residue? No, no, they didn't. No, they, they have detect. newly. You know, we've been living under this. So I'm thinking these are all fresh, whatever. Yeah, pipes. Brand, brand new, brand new, they're, brand new. They're Nobody's very used them. Mm-hmm. Clean police, clean pieces of glass. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they could have just been blown by Chihuly. And additionally, yeah. they are also confiscating images of cannabis. I mean, what? seriously, did they mm-hmm. think that 
Like posters. We, and we were going to do anything uh, different. Banners, uh, flyers. Pla- plastic fake uh, oh, like, pot, pot leaf lays. Yeah. Uh, Foxy I, was wearing one in here just last week. I personally right. witnessed a police officer confiscate a button that espoused legalization of marijuana. Wow. Yeah. And, and what, what, are, what are they What are they telling the people as they're saying, I got to take this? Actually, they weren't saying much at all. Just give it to me. We had one figurehead who would answer questions that were procedural. Mm-hmm. That was when I tried to make sure that my vendors got a receipt for the items that were taken from them uh, right. that were going to be logged into evidence. Uh, they would answer questions about things like that, things that had to do with the nature of the work that they were doing at the moment. But if I had a question about the rights or the uh, the permitting of the businesses to operate in that park that day, as they have legally done in the state of Washington, and mm-hmm. many of them within the, the city borders of Tacoma, uh, they would no, not respond to me. You got the blank and, stare. Yes, the, the, or, or I, there were several cases where I just got a back turned on me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so they, basically it came down to show force, kind of disrupt things. It was obviously planned. Yeah. Well, and what's, what's oh, really disturbing yes. about this, what's really disturbing about this is we paid for this to happen. They required us to pay them for them to come down to the park. $5,500. That's fifty for the For the police yes. to be a presence. Our security force. Right. Yes. And they turned on you guys. Yes. That's right. They turned Out of the gate. Not on us. On the, our vendors. On the vendors yeah. who are on paying. Vendors. Paying to be there because they're going to they're hoping to sell their wares yes. to make back whatever it is they rented that space for and then make the day worthwhile. Well, absolutely. Now, now think about it. What is the time that an event is most vulnerable financially? It's right after they've paid all of the fees necessary to oh, yeah, stage right an event and before your vendors begin to make money. Oh, sure. They're not going to come in at the end of the day when they've made their cash. This is clearly yeah. an attempt to bankrupt us. Now, uh, that being said, there were rumors of, or I, I guess it was factual, there was at least unarrest or a couple of arrests. I've heard it was unrelated to Hempfest. What's the clarity on that? There were uh, several arrests, or first arrests at the uh, Tacoma Hempfest uh, uh, event, um, mm-hmm. this being in its second year. And uh, I believe that they were all related directly to fighting that occurred um, towards Some very much getting, towards getting out of control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, just like the at festival. the mall, just like at basketball games. I, I just happened just like, to actually see it, and it looked to be unrelated to Hempfest. It was at the far end of uh, the park, far away from our licensed area. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly nowhere located to any activity mm-hmm. and it looked to be you know a man and a woman just going at it you know regular saturday afternoon saturday stuff afternoon in Wright Park. they're probably at the bar instead of because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it looked like all of our folks were having a really good time because so, one of the rim- rumors i heard is that the you know while they were ticketing the vendors they got snappy and then but no none of the vendors got hauled off uh, in no. fact, I did hear anecdotally that someone might have gotten a little in your face. Right. Um, but I have not Which is understandable. heard that any officially Arrest. in any way. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I heard. And so I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. So it started, that part started off definitely in a negative fashion. You know, see, I, uh, I had just offloaded all my equipment over by the stage, drove across, you know, through, through the park and then mm. across the street down to the corner where we had a parking spot down at the church. So then I strolled back and I was, you know, it was nice because I could actually go through all of the, uh, you know, where all the booths are. Mm-hmm. And man, I come in there and it's just uh, bedlam. People are just upset yes. left and right. Festival and and, and, upset. and oh, the, the fest- police are, festival they're, they're signing, you know, tickets to people. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, 
boy, isn't this this and this something? Now, were they also know? signing? Uh, were they giving tickets for intent to dist- distribute? Is that what I heard? You know, in fact, I think you have to say that the police knew where to draw the line mm-hmm. to keep it from going out of control. Right. No one was taken off to jail for any cannabis-related or associated offenses. So they were that's merely good. citing people. And I did, in fact, talk to our commander and told him, I said, you know, I get it. You could be hauling people to jail, although that's not in your best interest, I doubt, either. Yeah. But, you know, thank you for, you know, simply writing a ticket. But they were confiscating. I mean, there were some knuckleheads with uh, coolers got, that said. There's knuckleheads you know, there every <laughs> <laughs> weekend right exactly you know cooler with uh you know brownies on it and five dollars yeah. a brownie well there's only one way you're going to pay five dollars for a brownie absolutely you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. so yeah they were inviting it and they got their brownies taken away from them and a ticket and they got to sit down and listen to the rest of the music right 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 uh so that started at 11 when did kind of that sort of Sort of did it? Did it ever really kind of die down? And then no, get to, no, no. Then they, what? The last, the last glass vendor I saw ticketed was at about five p.m. And uh, it was actually a glass blowing station right over by the Tacoma Hemp Fest uh, um, merchandising and, and information booth. And uh, uh, there was a glass blower sitting there blowing a piece of glass, and the cops came over, and they hadn't covered up their wares before the 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 uh, police arrived and and they they drew their ticket and my daughter who had actually been over there blowing a piece of glass with jimmy uh jimmy hughes oh yes. uh, learning how to learning how to blow glass or at least getting a little taste of it um my seven-year-old daughter's standing there wondering why on earth the cops are hassling them and mm. writing my ticket and i had to sit down and explain it to her they walked off with a couple pieces of jimmy's artwork absolutely and really? as 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 i heard probably his mm-hmm. two two finest pieces period Wow, they just oh. and you know, we all, and I mean, this Jimmy is our artist alley. This is where our artisans came <coughs> yeah. to show their well, wares. You, you know, know I mean, they know what they're doing because uh, I mean, I, they're probably you know, I'm, hopefully it doesn't dampen things too much for next year. But a lot of the vendors, they're hoping they'll be leery because they know where to hurt the festival, and that's in the pocket. Yeah. You know, financially, absolutely, and so if they can shake the nerves of the vendors and nobody shows up, mm-hmm. it's then financially it's tough to pull something like this off. Um, what were some of the positives of the day? Music, music <laughs> the stage the, was out of control. The community, mm-hmm. the community itself, everyone there who was uh, a pro cannabis, which admittedly was uh, you know a significant portion of the crowd. Um, it's a fest, really, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, re- I mean, they really rallied together and and followed the police around, taking pictures, taking video, calling to report uh, 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 harassment, harassment by police officers to the Tacoma Police Department, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was it was just really a nice outpouring. Would you say this support. was a, a a larger crowd than last year? Same size crowd. Uh, I thought it was larger. Last year, we kept pretty much everything within the ring where mm-hmm. the vendors were lined this year. And the crowds pretty much settled into that area and didn't spread out much from there. But there were, you know, there was a significant amount of people there last year, but we had more space this year. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of people down on the on the music field, especially as the day wore on. The crowd grew, crowd grew and grew and grew down there. And it was it was difficult to walk around the ring of vendors at times, especially during the peak portion of the day. I mean, it was like with trying to walk there. through Safeco with the Yankees in town. Yeah, it, it was difficult. And on the music venue, uh, and then we, we gotta we, we have to wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of things. So on the music venue, uh, it did start late. Just uh, yeah, a little well, bit yeah, late. Power. Some, some power and sound issues. Mm-hmm. But once it got going, it was fan. When I was there, it sounded great. Oh, it did sound. Great. And it, it did. It, it, it did sound fantastic. 
And um, and I, I would like to thank our guy on that because we very rarely get to call him out. And that's Mike at Emerald City Events. He hooks us up every year with the sweetest deal on all of that Great. staging and infrastructure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the choice of music was fantastic. <laughs> and it uh, seems like all the... The crowd was having a good time. Musicians were having a good time. Right, mm-hmm. Gemmer? You guys were enjoying it? Yeah. Do you remember? No, I do, actually. Did you get a brownie? I was, I was, no, I was surprised, <laughs> surprisingly all around sober, um, just that because we had shock. a lot to do. That's what's high. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people, well. you know, vendors and you know, organizers, you know, they, they're busy, you know, doing stuff right. while you know, having a fun time at the fair, you know, well, but uh, we were as well, man. I mean, you know, staging, staging, they set up really nice. There was a stage and then there was the behind the stage and you mm-hmm. had a little tent for the, you know, the artists and so oh, But it was fantastic. So, yeah. It was uh, just, it was busy. That's, that's, that's what it was. A lot of stuff moving in and out yeah. for sure. It was sure. a work day. Um, real quick before we wrap this up. And like I said, you know, uh, from NWCZ radio's standpoint, um, you know, and all just on a business end, we were disappointed that we, you know, we didn't have uh, a banner flying on the stage, mm-hmm. and it was a bummer that we couldn't stream. We'll get that shored up for sure. Uh, but there are no hard feelings, and everybody needs to turn in, tune in, obviously, on July sixth to Kevin's show. Well, every, you know, every time the musical <laughs> not yards, just that one, not just that one, all <laughs> of them, because it's a great show. But that's going to be a special one because it's going to be live. Yes, and you have the fun police in here. Uh, what's the uh, what's the forecast for uh, Hemp Fest three? Oh, I think it's. I think that uh, I saw on the three hundred and sixty three day outlook that it's uh, it's like supposed to be seventy two and, <laughs> and beautiful. No, I, sounds I, like it's a go. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to uh, try and work at making it happen again in right. some form or another. Very mm-hmm. good. Well, I know it was a taxing day for you guys. It was a trying day, but. And, you know, from all accounts, just a lot of people, there was still a lot of love that went down. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a, it was a, it was a very good event despite some of the circumstances. And I'm happy to hear that it's going to be back. Well, we appreciate your support. And that was our take on it too. Overall, it was very good. Excellent. Uh, and thank you very much, Daryl. And, uh, my own, uh, personal apology to the, to the listeners of the station, because it was indeed basically me who dropped the ball on getting things rolling with NWCZ. <laughs> Way to step well, up. Well, you know what? Man. The bottom line is these, these, uh, fine folk here have, uh, done a great service for our community. Absolutely. And, uh, and I don't mean just, you know, folks who happen to, you know, smoke medical, medical marijuana or whatever marijuana or whatever. Oh, they're big supporters of the music the community, scene period. and the community. And they are, they are definitely, you know, uh, some of our, our dearest, closest friends and buddies yep. in the community. And so, you know, sorry that some things went down, mm-hmm. but we learn from it. We move on. And uh, hopefully next year we'll just, we'll shoot the moon. Sounds Thanks great. for that. Thanks, Darryl. All right. We'll see you guys. All right, I want to thank uh, Kat and Kevin for dropping by as always. Uh, you know, positives, negatives about the event, but we move forward, we move onward. and uh, It was nice seeing smiles upon their faces. It was very yeah. nice. Yeah, I know they're relieved. Because they're, they're beautiful people. They are very beautiful people, and I know they're relieved it's over, and they can get on about, uh, you know, the recovery process of the event. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, the other thing going on, the big shindig uh, that happens, uh, it's been happening for a long time, man. Taste of Tacoma. Mm. I was down there today. It was beautiful. Had some gator on a stick, brother. Had some red beans and rice. Uh, had some sweet tea while I was rocking it. And, you know, one of the things about the taste, there's tons of music. And, Greg, you yeah. were covering that part. 
Oh yeah, man. Well, you guys had me on a few weeks, and you you asked me who one of uh, the, my favorite new bands in the region is, and it's Cody BB and the Crooks. And I went and saw them today, and they sound great on record. But man, they really take it to a whole new level live. And this is their last show here in the region. They're actually going to be doing a tour uh, back east, including New York. Nice. And uh, yeah, they're going to be out on the road. They're getting some airplay. AAA. Uh, triple a radio airplay in the midwest and they will be back in september at numos with ben union from tacoma great show right there oh yeah so you were down at the taste and uh you're going to be doing uh on smi radio yeah we got a full interview with them also saw andrew vate got an interview with andrew vate and we'll have him on an amazing artist just released a new record and we'll have some of his music and his thoughts as well and there was some other great band uh, at the uh, KZOK stage, the Red Hot Blues Sisters were fantastic. I don't know if you've had them on, but that's a I've band. I've not had them on. I definitely want to um, go check them out more and uh, check out some of their music and get them on SMI Radio on NWCZ. Yes, well, and, uh, so you have a little clip here, so a yeah. little teaser, a little, just, uh, just a little about what's coming up. A little taste of what's happening. Here's Greg Thursday. out at the taste. Cody Beebe just walked off stage after a blistering set at the uh, Emerald Queen Taste of Tacoma. Man, you guys sounded fantastic. How do you feel up there? I felt great, man. This is uh, actually our last show, our last technical public show in Washington before we leave on a on a kind of two month tour. So we're uh, it was a little bit of a farewell to our friends and family, and uh, then we're heading out. So let's talk about that. Where are you guys heading? We're heading all over the place. We, uh, we're promoting our, our single, Waiting on You, um, and it's been added to a lot of stations across the nation, so we're hitting those major markets, and uh, we'll be out to New York and back twice before September 23rd, <laughs> so, um, which is our homecoming show, and that'll be at Numos. So, uh, when is that? Uh, it's September 23rd. It's uh, with the band's Ben Union, who's actually out of Tacoma, um, and then Hot Bodies in Motion, and then ourselves. So it'll be a three-band bill at Numos, and... Uh, those guys, the other bands, are killer as well. I mean, it's it's probably one of the better lineups we've ever been involved with. And uh, I don't know, I'm just really excited for it. I mean, we got a lot of exciting things ahead of it, but uh, I'm excited to kind of get back too. So, yeah. How's your voice feeling? It's okay. I've been taking a lot of like a lot of precautions, and we've been kind of working with our sound a little bit and feeling a lot better than I was last tour. So um, I've been working with a vocal coach out of Bellevue, and uh, she, Mary Beth Felker, she's a... She's got a, a company called The Voice Project, and she's worked with a lot of people in the past. And so I, uh, our old manager got us in touch, and she's been helping me in, incredibly. So, Cool. You guys, um, to, to really appreciate you guys, I mean, you guys sound great on record. You put together a fantastic disc. But to really appreciate you, fans have to come out and see your live show. Your live show takes it to a whole different level, man. Uh, it definitely does. We... Uh, I don't know. I mean, we, we have a lot of energy, and it's hard to convey that. I mean, we, we recorded most of the album live, so it, it, it's it's there in the album as well. But just when we get on stage together, the chemistry between the seven of us, I mean, that's a lot of guys anyways to have a lot of energy on stage. But 
the chemistry that we have as brothers, I mean, we're not biological brothers, but we might as well be. So it's, uh, it's cool to get up there, and every time we do, we're excited to play with each other, and um, that's where that energy comes from. And especially when the crowd gives the energy back and we're able to feed off of it, it's, it's just it's killer, and Tacoma was great. So Yeah, this is the first time you've played uh, the, uh, the, the Emerald Queen Taste of Tacoma. How did how did you like the crowd today? How do you like this festival environment out here? I love it. I, uh, I came and watched our, our buddies... Uh, well, we watched Handful of Eleven last year here. We just we had an open Sunday. They were playing at the exact same time slot as we have today, and we came down and watched them. I was like, man, we got to play this. And thanks to you yourself, Greg Roth, uh, you hooked us up, and we got to play it, man. And it's it's a uh, it was a blast. The crowd was great and um, very responsive, and uh, the sound was great. So no complaints here. Dude, all I did was 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 introduce you to Linda. It's your music and what you guys are all about that got you this gig. You guys are fantastic, and you put on a great live show, and uh, they're lucky to have you. I saw some people over the table buying CDs, and speaking of that, you got a lot of people waiting to uh, to talk to you and sign autographs, so I'm going to let you go, man. But thank you. We'll see you next time. Uh, we'll give you a call, calls from the road, or we'll talk to you from the road and, and let us know how things are going out. I'll have you back on SMI Radio real soon, man. Thank you very much, Greg. Thank you. All right, brother. SMI Radio. Short Cuts.
All right, name of the song is Jezreel, and you can hear that in its entirety, of course, right here on NWCC Radio. We play that a lot. I love that tune. And the band is Blame It on the Girl, and they are our guests today here on the Northwest Convergence Zone. Lindsay, Ryan, and Ben are in the house. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks. This is where I wish Voxy was here, because if there's one thing that we love on the uh, Northwest Convergence Zone, that is female-fronted rock bands. Yep. And uh, Voxy couldn't be here today, but um, I know she would have been digging this because, uh, in our opinion, there's not enough of them out there. And uh, But it seems like there's a, a bit of a resurgence coming on, and Blame It on the Girl uh, is, is in that pack. And uh, so tell us a little bit about Blame It on the Girl. And um, where, you guys, we were talking off air a little bit, and you guys seem to have had some ties to Tacoma, and now you're in Seattle. Tell us about that process. Um, we had a band here in Tacoma for a few years. That band broke up, and we moved up and talked him into playing drums with us. And <laughs> we uh, recorded our first demo with Conrad Uno. And That's at the Egg Studio? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, that was just kind of how it started. We've never really had a bass player up until two years ago, as far as like a consistent guy. And then, uh, and that's some killer bass line being laid down on yep. that uh, Jezreel song right there. That that's one thing that pops out about that song. So it's kind of ironic that you went for a while without a bass player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Lindsay, you know, uh, being the uh, the front woman of the band and uh getting out there do you find being in uh the the rock and roll world uh any kind of uh, it it being a challenge or anything or it's everything's a go uh i guess i never really thought about it because i've been doing it for so long i've just never really i don't think it's challenging i think just like when you come to a club you know do they uh you know they're like oh you put their gear over there they usually assume that i'm not one of the girlfriends you know Yeah, because the guys walk in and they're like, "Oh, you must be the band. Move on." And you're one yeah, of a bunch of ugly dudes. Yeah, you know, hey, how you doing, man? And then she oh, walks the in. Band's here. Oh, groupie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of like sure you're like when you need to get stamped, and I'm like, "Well, I'm in the band," and it's kind of it's like, blaming yeah, right. on the girl. Of course, there's a girl in the band. So I'm not sure what the question is. So. <laughs> how long have you been uh, doing this uh, the rock band thing? Uh, just seven and a half years or so. Yeah, that's a good stretch. That's yeah. a, that's a long time. And she's still wanting to do it. So still, yeah, yeah, exactly, I'm exactly. Stuck at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no turning back now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the name of the band, "Blame It on the Girl." What? 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 Uh, how do we come up with that? What is there a story behind that? Um, it's kind of. It, not really. It was just kind of a random thought. It was a I had. dumb joke. Yeah, it was kind of just a that kind of stuck. Yeah, just kind of like the split of our last band. I think a lot of it was blamed on me in the sense. And it's just that I'm like, oh, typical, blame it on the girl. And that kind of stuck. So that's a great name. I like it. I think it's a, I think it's, it's, you know, it catches your attention. Easy to remember. Yeah, very easy to remember. (laughs) That is. Yeah. And uh, so you guys uh, have been um, playing up in Seattle. I know you guys have a gig coming up on July 21st at the Can Can. Uh, that's at Pike Place Market, and the Gimmer assures us that's a great place. It's awesome. Okay, I have not been there. Get dressed up too. You got to get makes you <laughs> like know, a can can girl. No, just you know, dress up like you know you're going out on the scene. You know, because oh, it's a it's a you'll job. want to when you go in there because it's a cool. You'll think that oh man, Tarantino, you know, oh. probably filmed <laughs> stuff in here. I mean, because it has that kind of vibe. Very very cool. Uh, now I, on your Facebook page, and uh, I, I think everybody should go and like. Blame it on the girls' Facebook page. Become their friend. Find out what they're doing. Learn more about them. Uh, it says that on the genre, how you def- 
define your music is jump rock. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I, like I've said before, I've been to lots of CD stores perusing. I've not seen the jump rock section. Yeah. So I'm just curious. We're, we're building to, on that. We're, break, to, we're breaking through boundaries yeah. here. <laughs> you go into Easy Street, seriously, you need a jump rock section. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, how, how would you define, what is jump rock? How do you define that? I mean, what, what is the, what's the thought behind that? Uh, it's another bad joke. John <laughs> um, I was over at Ben's house one day. We were working on the cover for the new record. Mm-hmm. And um, his girlfriend is like a Pilates instructor. And this thing pulled up about these punk rope classes. Oh yeah, and, uh, I was thinking about getting certified in punk rope. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I have not. Anyway. I have not taken Pilates, obviously. So, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so from punk rope came jump rock. Oh, and, very uh, good, very good. So do you encourage the crowd to you know jump, jump? <laughs> right. Jump they put their pants on backwards. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. It's not on purpose either. Yeah, you do a crisscross cover. That's yeah. awesome. There you go. Miggity miggity mac. <laughs> no, but how would you how would you describe the the sound of, of Blame It on the Girl? Is this um, loud? Heavy rock? Is it is it kind of uh, is it loud in the metal genre or just loud? Seriously, that's what I tell people. Just uh, come with earplugs. Yeah. That's almost what everybody says when they come to see us. Is it was loud. It was. I mean, it's very loud. Well, maybe but, you shouldn't play in little places like the Can Can yeah, Club. I then, I guess maybe. <laughs> that's gonna be scary, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it's not loud and metal. intense are the it's two not, words I've ever. Heard. What are some of the venues that you guys have played? Uh, the we, Sunset a lot. We played the Sunset, the Comet. We've played Numos. We have played Showbox Soda. We played. That place. Oh, you guys played the Showbox Soto. Yeah, we played all over the place. We opening was the lounge. We were playing the Showbox Soto lounge. Well, yeah, that's lounge is a cool place. It's a very cool place. It's not a bad. We we play down here in Tacoma every other month. I'd say. Really? Played in Bremerton a few times. Played in Bremerton a couple times. Nice. We we get out a little bit. Yeah, you guys are rolling around town, and that's very good. All right, let's go into another track. Uh, This is titled Saint Marcellus. Name of the track, Saint yeah. Marcellus. Blame it on the girl is the band. And I'm going to tell you when they, uh, when the tracks were sent in to NWCZ Radio, and I was, you know, I have to go through lots of 
emails and listening to lots of different tracks and so people forth. People sending you weird, you know, weird stuff. File format. Yeah, you know, because some dude on a Casio in his basement. And I'm a Northwest <laughs> artist or whatever. Um, <laughs> when I heard St. Marcellus, like, it was like, but I got to go see these guys, you yeah. know, because uh, there's some raw emotion going on in there. Uh, when you're on stage, uh, do you have to. It seems. Seems like there's a lot of emotion in your song. That's what it comes across to me. Um, how do you get up for a show to really let that stuff go? I, I I love performing live just because that's my time to. You can act like a total. I don't know. Can I say jackass on absolutely anything and everything? You can, and everything. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like that's my time. Any stress that I'm having, any frustration, I can just release it on stage. I can bounce around. I can you know. Because I'm, lo- I'm looking just, at Lindsay, and she seems like such a sweet angel. Yeah. She's, you know, just yeah. very, very pretty, and she's Tried just being in a band with her for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but I listen Watch to that buddy. song, and it's just like, rah, you know, like yeah. so something's coming out. Yeah, do you get outlet. Do you get angry? you have to, like, psych yourself up before you no. get out there? No, you just, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <there's no laughs> band, band members are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Honey badger. <laughs> Oh, uh, very good. Uh, so the uh, the EP Viacon Dios is that is that out now? Mm-hmm. And yep. so that these are off of that yeah. that EP. And where can people pick that up? Uh, at our shows, uh, we have hard copies, but uh, digitally it's up on Bandcamp. Oh, okay, very so. good. So you go to Bandcamp, and you can uh, can you access that off of your uh, yeah? If you look page? up Jump Rock, we'll be the only ones. That pop up. <laughs> awesome. We're number one in the jump rock category yeah, yeah, exactly. in the world for 50 straight weeks. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, These guys are amazing. Yeah, that's a marketing tool right there. I won't charge you for that. <laughs> uh, what? Who are you? Who are the influences? Who influences you guys? Who do you listen to? Uh, what, who do you guys uh, admire? And it can be uh, lo- local bands as well, or you know, somebody on the national scene. Um, I, I think we all have pretty eclectic interests i mean i know that's a pretty canned answer but um you know new stuff and old you know i mean it's it's all rock and roll and it's all good and it's all fun you know so that's, when that's you, the point so when you come together and you guys are in your creative process uh take us through take us through that sort of machine who who's bringing in the lyrics who's you know are you guys work get a hook going and you're like yeah i like that and how and or do you just bring in a song and somebody says this is what we're doing we mostly work off riffs, actually. Mm-hmm. This guy here brings in riffs, and, and we just build from there. And actually, she lays vocals afterwards most of the time. So we kind of do it that way. And where do you In most cases. And then every once in a while, you know, like while, while we're writing, she'll sometimes be writing mm-hmm. while we're writing and, you know, just start throwing in little parts here and there. And where and do you find how they work? But then we we never know how it's going to turn out. It's we kind of improvise until it lands in a structure eventually. Yeah, oh, that's fun. very very cool. So everybody has a say and has some you know oh, yeah. contributes yeah. and so. Oh, yeah. Where do you find the influence for your lyrics? Um, it just depends whatever's going on at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, it just it just it just depends mm-hmm. what's going on. Do you have any uh, like female vocalists? Uh, uh, I'm just assuming because you're a female vocalist that you have some that you look to and you go, oh yeah, they, you know, those guys, those gals paved the way. Um, or did you like look at, you know, some of the great lead singers of rock bands of all time and say, I could do that. I think 
there's a lot of, you know, just uh, just music in general. I mean, everything from when I was a kid till now can have some influence, even random techno songs. It, but um, I know Sarah McLachlan, she has this live, I think it's Mirrorball, like that album. I know when I was a teenager, it was like one of the few things I wasn't listening to that was like rocking. But that always stuck with me and she was always very inspiring. I always thought she had an amazing voice. Tori Amos, I always really liked her. There was another local, they're not around anymore, which is a damn shame, but um, Kuma was a Seattle band and they had an amazing vocalist and um, she, you know, just, just any vocalists that were not afraid to just let their voice go and do their own thing and be creative with it. And very nice. Mm-hmm. I now I'm going to go out on a limb here because I haven't been to a show. Like I said, I, that's got to change. And I think everybody, if you get a chance, July 21st, go to the can can and Pike place. And as Gimmer says, dress up like you're going to a shindig. Yeah. And uh, why that, not? yeah, why not? I mean, it'll be fun anyway. But you can see all these people dressed up all weird. <laughs> Did he mean like in a tux or yeah. dressed up like in something? There's cool? one guy dressed up as a big hot dog. <laughs> Please great. dress us like a hot dog. <laughs> That'd be rad. You get in free. A whole crowd yes. full of hot dogs <laughs> yeah. and buns. Yes. Yeah. Blame it on the girl. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but. Um, no, I can't remember what I was going to ask. Hot dogs. No, it wasn't about hot dogs. Um, Buns. I can't. I can't even remember. So, I'll regroup my thoughts, and because I have visions of hot dogs at concerts right now. Blame it on Hempfest yesterday. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if we could get all the hot dogs jumping, that would be even. The, yeah. Well, there you go. Jump dog rock. There you yeah, go. Yeah. All right. Hey, this is another uh, track from Blame It on the Girls. This is titled "Ties That Fit." Ties at Frey is the name of the song. Blame it on the girl is the band that's in the studio. Via con Dios. <laughs> Great name. Name of the EP. And you can see them July 21st at the Can Can in Pike Place. Uh, I, was a, I, mean, I was around back. Uh, I'm going to show my age a little bit. But when Hart was young. I'm hearing a and lot. super of, hot. I'm hearing a lot. <laughs> I always have to throw that in because, you know. I'm hearing a lot of similarities, though, because, you know, Heart started out as like a really, really heavy band. Yep. And, uh, you know, the sisters were just like screaming it out. And when you saw them around town, it sounded a lot like this. You guys are sound, sounding really, really good there. I do remember what I wanted to ask, speaking of, because uh, I haven't seen you live, but... Uh, looking at pictures like on your Facebook and, um, you know, just seeing what it, it looks like being at a show. It looks like you guys are really, uh, really into it. And there's a lot of emotion. You guys are like all over the stage and so forth. Do you guys find yourself getting caught up into the songs and just, you know, like giving the crowd a good 
good exercise vision up on stage. Yeah. I mean, that's part of what people pay for. Like if I pay for a show, I want to see that artist convey their song to me mm-hmm. and what they're feeling in that song. So, I mean, I, I would say, I don't know that we even, it's a matter of trying or thinking we've got to do this. It's just natural. You show people what your songs are about. You ever go out in the crowd and like whip the mic around? And no, you know, a lot of it too thunk. depends on what the energy is coming from the crowd too. I mean, if you're right. playing to three people and they're have their backs turned towards you, that's kind of, <laughs> that <laughs> should not <laughs> happen. Newspapers, you know. That should not what happen to this band. But yeah. if it's a really good crowd, then yeah, there's been a few times, a very few times I've, you know, gone See, out I think the if there's three depends. people with their back Dangerous to you, area. Yeah. With three people with their back to you, that's when you get off the stage yeah. and you go up to them <laughs> Foot and up like the ass. scream in their face. You know, we're on stage. <laughs> you paid five bucks or whatever. Watch us. <laughs> exactly. No, then they look at you and go, I've been in here drinking all day. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't pay no damn cover. Isn't this the central? Yeah. Then the bartender goes, I don't mind Roy there. Okay. <laughs> Just my cousin. Yeah. Uh, all right. So July 31st at the Can Can. Blame it on the girl. 21st. Oh, sorry. 20, <laughs> July 21st, Can Can, Pike Place Market. Uh, blame it on the girl. We'll be playing. Uh, it, where can people pick up? The Viacom DOCP. Uh, oh, we already I, did that. Bandcamp, yeah. right? Bandcamp so, okay. and other Bandcamp, yeah. And everybody go onto Facebook, blame it on the girl, and uh, click like, and you can uh, keep up to date on what they have going on and so forth. Thank you guys so much for coming in. I'm a big fan of you guys' music, and I Thanks hope everybody out show. there yeah. will take a listen to Blame It on the Girl. Yeah. Sweet. All right. I want to thank Blame It on the Girl for coming in. Man, I'm digging that band. I'm telling you right now. Absolutely. I uh, mm-hmm. can't wait to go see those cats uh, rock, the, rock the scene. Seriously, uh, not to belabor the point, but they really remind me of Early Heart when uh, the Wilson sisters were just like rocking it. Nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. I, uh, I think those... Uh, I, I, when I was asking her about some of her influences, I thought, you know, I was hoping mm-hmm. I kind of get that Wilson... But she didn't. She didn't. She didn't go that route. Next interview. Sometimes yeah. we gotta warm up a little bit. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. All right. Hey, we're out of here. Uh, this is part <laughs> one of the uh, Northwest Convergence Zone. Stay tuned for part two, man. Got a couple of great bands and more, uh, more chit chat and banter. And we're gonna talk to Greg a little more about SMI Radio. This is a live studio song from our a guest that we're gonna hear from next hour. This is Orchestrian New Orleans. We'll see you in part two. Okay. Welcome back to NWCZ Radio. This is Spencer. I'm Evan. We are the Orchestrian. We're going to play an acoustic rendition of a song that will be on our new EP. The song is called New Orleans.
Oh uh... 